Hello everyone and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode number 454. Uh, I'm joined as ever by Rich Walker. I'm Josh Wise though, I should I must make that clear. Mm. Yeah, um, you should really ho- introduce yourself first. Put yourself I n- up front. I, you know, I like to think I need no introduction. Um, oh, really? But, you know, yeah. Uh, so humble. They know I think me, this they love podcast me, success is know. getting to your head, mate. <laughs> you need to calm it's down. All those, uh, it's all those fan letters we've been getting. It's all those um, complimentary emails, you know, mm. uh, big, big in a Which you keep recently. reading out to massage your... Keep reading them out. And, out of and control then, ego. Yeah, I like to print them and then stick them on my wall at home. Yeah. Um, you got a big collage of them. Keeps me in touch with the audience, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have uh, something to report. It's pretty big time on the chocolate front, by the way. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, just a quick one. Uh, Ferrero Rocher, right? Brilliant, obviously. Mm -hmm. We all know that. Uh, You you, you, you found a Ferrero Rocher? I mean, not so much these days, but I mean, you must have Uh, had them. You must have an opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all all of the varieties, in fact. They're those nice white chocolate ones. Oh, I like um, the white. The dark chocolate ones as well. Yeah, Yeah. the snowball white chocolate ones. Glorious stuff. Anyway. Um, I don't know if this is new or not. Certainly new to me, but um, the it's not a bar, uh, you know, is it? A? It's not a bar, is it? Oh, it's a bar. Ferrero Rocher bar. Yeah, it's a bar, my friend, and it's a big fucking bar. It's big time. Oh, um, bloody hell! It's it's like the size of one of those. You know, like you just get like a big chocolate bar, like for, for yeah. like a quid. You know, it's like that, but it's one ninety nine. Um, what? Shout out again to my uh, local off license because they just get the good. They get the stuff in that they know I'm going to buy it. So ninety nine is a bit steep, isn't it? It is, but you know, it's a big bar. Would be okay. my response, and also it's Ferrero Rocher, so it's a bit special. You pay a premium, yeah. You pay a premium, and um, I mean, it, I, I, it was glorious. They managed to capture the Rocher experience in bar format. Every element of the Rocher translated perfectly to the but they got the they got the texture down they effectively took a load of rocher blended them up smeared them over a chocolatey slab and then kind of folded it into a smaller bar um mm. oh, glorious glorious stuff if, if anyone's and i told a friend of mine about this and he said he found the bar but he, he found it in a big supermarket and it was like two pounds something so they're obviously taking the piss at some places yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, i'll just put it out there Fair enough to Ferrero Rocher because it's you'd think that sort of thing's easy. You know, you take an established mm. product and you say, "Well, why don't we put it in the format of a bar?" Doesn't always work out like that. And I'm looking at Reese's, you know, Reese's yeah. cups fame. The bar not so good. I'll just put that out there. So fair enough. Well done to Ferrero Rocher. It yeah. was glorious. I haven't bought another one because I don't trust myself. I had it more or less in a single sitting. Um, oh, but, that's the worst, isn't it? Mm. When you're out of control. I had that with. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't really mention this, should I? We had a we had a one star review on Apple Music, I think it was, because they they didn't like um, my my plant based recommendations. They took they took umbrage, really, with the fact that I'm vegan and talking about vegan stuff. Oh my god, uh, more like plant good video gamer, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Not forcing anyone to go vegan. For fuck's sake, uh, video gardener. They should have gone yeah. with that. That Chill been out. Vid- Chill video out. Gamer. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna because fuck that guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Hazelnut lint bar. Oh, yeah, I did the same thing. One sitting, gone. Mm. Yeah, yeah, lint. Yeah, lint. And that's how the master chocolatier intended you to eat it. 
Well, it is, yeah. Those those bloody master chocolatiers mm, with their masterful with their chocolate. Masterful whisk, masterful mm. little fluffy hat. Um, <laughs> you haven't gone to see The Batman, have you? I haven't yet, no, but no. I want to. It's trying to get Elise to, to go because she, um, she's having some sort of uh, anti-comic book movie thing at the moment. Mm. She's like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Fair enough that's to her. Response. No. Fair enough to her. Well, I know that's how you feel. I, th- I you got make fatigued. exception for Batman, don't you? I do. I do see Batman as a slightly different animal, but I only see him as a slightly a different bat. animal because of the Nolan movies. Okay. What? You so know? you're not a fan of the Tim Burton ones? No, like, like, I I do like the t- the two Tim Burton ones a lot. Um, and actually, I've got. I mean, it's it's rubbish, but I've got a soft spot for Batman Forever. But I must reiterate that it's rubbish. You, um, you love Batman and Robin most, don't you? That's your favourite one. <laughs> Yeah, the Ice Age. Um, yeah, no, I, I watch Batman and Robin every day for an entire yeah. well, summer holiday when I was a Yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff. Pure cinema. Um, yeah. No, but what, but, um, what was I bloody say? Yeah, I just, I think with Batman, what it is, is they don't make a lot of them. You know, mm, like I know I there was the Ben Affleck ones, but they don't really, they weren't just Batman movies. They were like Justice League. Mo- they had a whole bunch of other shit going on as well, you know. So it's like <laughs> you don't actually get a, a, a Batman film that often. If the, You know, the last one was 10 years ago. Yeah. So I do sort of see them as a, I think, it right, and this applies to like Star Wars, um, kind of everything really. Oh, Bond, certainly. Mm. Just, just don't make too many. You know, well, they don't with Bond, do they? No, and Bond that's what's good. Are, yeah. That's why Bond is still special. Whereas mm. Star Wars, it's like, yeah, there's like fucking twenty of them, and like loads of TV series and stuff. It's like you killed it. You've pulled an Assassin's Creed. You've you've done you've done too much of it. It's no longer special now. I would like, argue that the TV stuff's been better than the films, though. So would I. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've well, I've only seen like I think three. My flatmate watched The Mandalorian, and while I was eating dinner, I sort of sat down and had a look at it, and I thought, "Oh, it looks all right." That, and he said it was <laughs> quite good. Um, but that's not hard. I mean, I don't really think we've had a good Star Wars film since The Force Awakens. But a load of people mm. will be like, "Oh, Rogue One, what are you on about?" I, I bet you're. Like I bet Rogue you're a nightmare One. in the house, aren't you? People watching Star Wars and stuff, and you're like, "Get this off!" Put Fitzcarraldo <laughs> on. We're watching Fitzcarraldo. You're all watching it with me. <laughs> We're all watching Bergman's The Seventh Seal. Fitzcarraldo! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to give him that. <laughs> Imagine that, a little copy of Fitzcarraldo. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, they, they, we see eye to eye. We, we, I've got some, uh, I've got some good flatmates. They understand. They understand. They understand. All right. All right. Uh, but we have got no time to die on DVD because one of them. No. Got for cri- what well, did you do that for? Well, because one of them, they went home for Christmas and oh. um, they they got it as a present and so they brought it back and they were like, well, we've got it. So. Is that one of those presents where you sort of open and go, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sort of, oh, gee, oh thanks. Oh, yeah, oh. you know I like Bond, so you yeah, you bought me the new Bond film. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have no desire to watch that again and won't no. be doing that for a long no, time. I have no um, time to watch. No, no time to watch, no. Yeah. Quite. Quite. Um, right, let's crack on with the video game chat. We've got some good stuff this week. We've got, we've got some good news this week, actually. Uh, really? Some interesting okay. stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of things, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, like, new game stuff, which is always exciting for, for yeah. me personally. Like, new games well, trumps all other sorts of news, really, I think. You're um, talking about the dinosaurs thing, aren't you? That well, we'll get to, well, well, we'll get to that in good They're time. They're coming through a black hole, Josh. What's <laughs> going on? What, what are they thinking? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm loving it. Um, and what else is there? Oh, and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which we yeah. have both been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get into it. Anyway, have a have a jingle. You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah. He's got redesigned armour. Yeah. It's still green. So you've got your arm blade. Get stabby. You've got, like, your rocket launcher. I like it. Um, you've got a flamethrower cannon thing. <laughs> You've got your super shotguns meat oak. Yeah, you've got your blood punch. It's just like a big swing punch. Then you've got the... Oh, spout armor, spout health, spout armor, spout ammo. Is it hell? Killing demons. Is it heaven? Damage? Demons. Horrible demons. Doom, 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 doom. Item number one is Ghostwire. Colon Tokyo, and by the way, it's not a capital W on wire. No, I've seen that a lot. I've made that mistake. So have I, and so have I. Yes, I've made the mistake. I've seen the mistake. Yeah. Um, If you Google it, the top result uh, has on the Wikipedia thing has a capital W, but when you click (sighs) through to the Wikipedia page, it's Mm. a lowercase W. It should be a lowercase W. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Ghostwire colon Tokyo. Mm. Um, go on. What? what I'll are you set thinking? us up. I'll set us up, and then yeah, we'll, we'll on. get on into it. So, uh, this is a strange video game. Kind of a weird one to get down to. So, <clears throat> important names. Well, we'll do genre first. First person, uh, open world, thriller, action, horror fantasy that covers all yeah. the bases i think yeah. i think i think yeah. i think i think um important people include shinji mikami uh who is executive producing the game mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and i don't know the extent of mikami's role and the extent of uh exec producers in games are, um, it varies you know there are little um, nods to his previous work i don't know if you've yes. found any I have I nice have, little tributes, little hom- yeah, homages, little homages, like, homage yeah. phrase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other important people: Ikumi Nakamura. Uh, Although she who, left development, <clears throat> she did leave. She was uh, for, for for a while seen as uh, Shinji Mikami's protege. Um, the game was first announced and revealed to the world uh, at E3 2019. Uh, which I think mm-hmm. was so June of 2019, and that September, Ikumi Nakamura left Tango GameWorks um, to form her own studio. Actually, and I've got that in the news later. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and the current uh, director of the game, uh, and again, I'm not quite sure of the, of the of how much influence the director exerts as opposed to the exec producer, and I yeah. also don't know how much of this game. Um, in the fullness of time, we might look back on Ghost to Tokyo and say, "Oh, that is such an Akumi Nakamura game," you know. But I can't, I can't really do that yet. Yeah. But it's Ken, Kenji Kimura is the current director of the game. Mm-hmm. It's, He's a um, former Tekken fellow, isn't he? <clears throat> what Kenji Kimura? Yeah, I think so. I think he was um, oh, cool. quite instrumental on on Tekken. Which oh, very nice. I did not know that. But there you yeah. go. Um, so the story is, or the premise is, uh, you play as Akito. 
uh, Akito mm-hmm. Izuki, who is a, a man who lives uh, in Tokyo. And the game starts in the Shibura district of Tokyo, uh, which is a very fashionable central part of Tokyo. Uh, very reminiscent of the Yakuza games, if you're fond of Kamurocho in the Yakuza series. Uh, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll look at Ghostwire Tokyo and think, ooh, this is all familiar in a very good way. Um <clears throat> All of the people in this place that we're that, that we're at uh, seem to have disappeared. The humans are gone, um, and they leave behind piles of clothing. So they're very very suddenly vanished, and it falls to Akito to uh, clean the place up to rescue stranded spirits. Um, he's looking for his sister, uh, but in the meantime, he is uh, possessed. Would you say is that the right word? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Sort of possessed by uh, a not unfriendly ghost um, not the full Casper but sort of let's say not unfriendly um, who needs a kind of mortal shell to mm-hmm. uh, hang around in the world and so you end up with a, <clears throat> a kind of dynamic like in that movie Venom you know the one with Tom Hardy uh, yeah. where it's like he's he's saying hey let's do this and he can kind of control his body a little bit and Akito's like no we're not going to do that we're going to like chill out we're going to do this other stuff <laughs> so there's a little bit of sort of uh, a physical struggle but you know then they then they kind of um, they, they sort of learn to learn to work together um, yeah. and you're kind of let loose in this environment you're sort of hoovering up spirits a little bit like a ghostbuster you're learning a little bit about the um, about the central characters and you're facing off against a mysterious man uh, in a in a hania mask who seems to yeah. be responsible for the sudden disappearance of all the people actually it reminded me a little bit though i haven't seen it but fr- from what i understand of uh, something like an avengers end game or infinity war which is where doesn't the villain of those things sort of click his fingers and then half the world's people just suddenly disappear yeah yeah it's a little bit like that it's like a sort of comic booky strain running through it it's kind of interesting mm. um and that's and that's basically the setup you 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 battle in the meantime the streets are inhabited by uh, markedly unfriendly ghosts. Um, yeah, and these are sort of I don't drawn. Know if they're even ghosts, are they? <clears throat> well, are they ghosts? Mon- monsters, ghosts, adjacent yeah. beings. Let's call they're them ghouls. Of, yeah. All right. What are they called uh, in the game? Visitors. Visitors. That's it. They are yeah. known as visitors in the game. Yeah, that's which, right. um, which is quite funny. But they are uh, creepy. Yeah, they are creepy. Well, they're drawn mm. from sort of J horror tropes. So you yeah. get. You know, the woman with the dirty white dress and the black hair. It's a lot like um, Samara from Ringu. You get... Is it um, Sadako? I thought it was Samara. Oh, that's the American remake. Yeah. Yeah, Sadako. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, actually, was it? I can't remember. It might have been different beings. Yeah. That was in a recent thing, wasn't it? Was that Dead by Daylight? Yeah. When they sort of... They brought brought that thing, like, as as one of the enemies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they made her a new killer character. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, other people sort of like a there's like a slender man type fellow with an umbrella who's kind of creepy. There mm-hmm. are uh, headless schoolgirls that kind of run around dancing and schoolboys and schoolboys sort of, as well, and they kind of run at you, spin kicking you and stuff. And they chuck um, like big blooming boomerang things at you. Yeah, 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 all sorts of projectiles going on. Mm. And you respond with your ethereal weaving, which kind of means that you control the elements. You can fire bolts of charged up wind, fire and water at your enemies from your fingertips, which is kind of cool. And you also have a bone arrow. Um, So, yeah, fun ensues, possibly. Do you ever use the bone arrow? 
I've got <clears> to <throat> say, I don't, because the ethereal weaving is so fun, mm. I don't tend to use the bow and arrow. I use it. It's got very, very good um, range, range and power. Yeah. If you if you upgrade, uh, you, there are numerous upgrades to your gear. And the if draw you, if speed, ma- yes, I think and, is a, a good one. That is a really good one. and general power as well. If you mm. if you if you can kind of max it out, it can be really really good. What are your thoughts on the game? We can only talk about the game is out on the twenty fifth. Yeah, of this we month. can't can't lay down any uh, opinions mm. as such. Not any. We can. Sort I think of, we can uh, lay down opinions. No, not definitive thoughts. ones, but we can talk about impressions, can't we? Yeah. So, so what were your um, initial kind of impressions? And I think we, by the way, just so everyone listening, we can only talk about the first two chapters of the game. That's yeah. what we're allowed to, to, to talk about. So anything, so yeah, we won't sort of talk about what's down the line. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Well, what are your say, kind I've, of initial... I've enjoyed the loop of uh, cleansing those Torrey gates and unfogging the map. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah, there's something about that that's quite compelling. Yeah. And um, I like doing all the little side missions. And it's one of those maps where you zoom out and it's almost sort of Ubisoftian in its number <laughs> yeah. of icons and stuff but it's not like oh god ugh. it's all no. like oh that's all right yeah I'll, I'll get to that i'll, I'll chase yeah. that little yokai demon later i'll, I'll get around to that and <laughs> yeah and um yeah you, once you unlock this sort of grapple upgrade you can traverse the rooftops and stuff and i made a beeline for yeah. this and i'm going to say this on the podcast because i texted you and was talking to you about it mm. there is an upgrade in this game um which is like as important as do you remember in Arkham City the um the upgrade that the, you know, do you remember in Arkham City they had those Wayne Enterprises challenges that you did in the open You talking about the um grappling hook that me- meant you could propel yourself. Yeah, so you, you do a grapple to a really point. fast. Yeah, and you can and launch off the grapple yeah. straight into a glide. And it was basically like ju- whatever you're doing drop everything and go and do that Wayne Enterprises challenge because it unlocks the whole game. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it just makes the game better. There's a, there's a similar thing in this which allows you... So one, one of the mechanics on this is that there are sort of t- what they call Tengu demons yeah, um, who are sort of like bird-like harbingers that lurk on the rooftops. And they, are, they don't actually attack you, but they, they basically serve as grapple points. Mm-hmm. So you can zoom up onto the onto the rooftops, and there is one particular upgrade which is very expensive. Um, but I I got it straight away, like c- immediately recognised that th- you know this is this is the thing that's going to change this game a lot. And basically, what it does is it, it makes you able to summon your own Tengu like where, wherever yeah. you want, and it kind of just unlocks an entire. Um, it unlocks verticality. You can. You, it then becomes a sort of tale of two cities. Like you, can, you, you, the rooftops then become your playground as well as down mm-hmm. below on the ground. And you, if you combine that, you can also glide. And if you if you get yeah. the maximum increased glide time, you can sort of glide around the map. And it's um, <clears throat> it really reminds me. Uh, in its early hours, it really reminds me of Crackdown. That's yeah. that's the kind of comparison that I would make. The original crack. Do you, do you remember, like in in the original Crackdown, like just the the experience of just running around that that area, just yeah. going after the agility orbs. Oh yeah. Whenever you saw that like shaft of light, you'd be like, right, I'm going after that thing, and you could just drop into a lovely little sort of haze, a daze of just like mm-hmm. I just spent two hours, and all I did. <laughs> was grapple and glide around the map, hoovering up spirits. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like it's just really fun. Doing that I found was just really fun. The spirits are you hoover them up and then you take them to a phone box. It it sounds ridiculous, but you know, bear with us. <clears throat> you 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 rescue these spirits by p- sort of plugging them into these phone boxes that are strewn throughout the city. There's kind of like secret gadget devices. It's little, um, little, like a little sort of touchpad. Yeah, sort of it's very good. Contactless transaction. Um, you you yeah. absorb them in a little paper doll thing, and then you put the doll on the touchpad. That's spot on. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what? You get real Ghostbusters vibes from this game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Real kind of, um, you know, like a ragtag operation with like a, you know, nutty sort of scientist vibe where it's just like, yeah, this, like throughout the city, through all the public phone boxes are actually these kind of ghost portals uh, where you, but when you do that, that's the main way that you level up, that you gain XP and level up and stuff. So it's, yeah. um, it's I find it really, really fun just to kind of go around doing that. Uh, but Does that mean is, that, you know, oh, go on. In other countries where they've removed all the phone booths, that all the Ghostbuster fellas people can't transmit their spirits well how do they do it now well, well i suppose it's terrible it's interesting right and you, you you've hit on a, another interesting thing it reminds mm. me of um <clears throat> this is this is one of those things in games where the colon uh in a game's title uh, becomes massive um yeah can we do a ghostwire colon paris you know, have they still Ghost got phone wire, booths? Have they still got phone booths? Well, you know? I don't know. I don't know because you well, raised the new a Matrix valid point. movie. They had to, you know, reconfigure things for that because you know phone booths aren't a thing I as didn't, much anymore. I didn't anymore. see it. What do they do? Uh, I think they go through cell phones, don't they? I can't remember. I only saw Mobile it several phone. weeks ago, and I, still, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I never saw it. Not interested. Um, but yeah, so I guess I can only do it with these public. But mind you, we don't know if if, if ghost related crises have unfolded anywhere other than Tokyo at the moment. Mm. So I'll have to wait for some sort of sequel to find out if there is, you know, Ghost Wire yeah. Paris. But anyway, New York. New York seems like the next obvious uh, place, right? New York would be. Yeah, that would be definitely yeah. big time. Um, yeah, great place to explore i will say like what the one of my favorite things uh, about ghostwire tokyo is the setting um mm-hmm. yeah it's like if you play the yakuza games and you like that kind of nighttime neon in the rain uh tokyo this is how absolute, could you not and how, how could, could you not, not? i mean with the I ray think- tracing as well oh, just god lovely For- stuff forget about it, it, it mm. it's one of the it's one of the Tokyo just sort of suits the rain, and it's like always raining in this game, yeah. and it and it really looks special. Um, I you can fiddle about with the graphics modes. I put it on um, high frame rate quality with V-Sync, so it's like sixty frames a second with full ray tracing, uh, and it just it's just completely locked. It looks glorious, and the, some Oof. of the reflections of the neon on the pavement and stuff are just like oh. Um, now and again, I'll just see the the red moon in a puddle, and I'll be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah." There's a bloody red moon in there. Yeah, there's a sort of pinky red moon hanging mm. in the sky. It's quite, it's quite good actually. It's it's kind of like it's really fun virtual tourism. I mean, it's like you know, <laughs> everyone's dead, so <laughs> yeah. So it's not so it's not complete recreation of you know of Tokyo. There's not just sort of piles of clothing on the floor willy nilly and no humans mm-hmm. in sight. Um, <clears throat> but it is a really nice setting to just to just walk around in and explore. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
one thing I would say, and I don't know to what extent this is this is a problem, um, is that there's a kind of there's an interesting tone to the game where. You know, obviously, Tango Game Works. The last thing they did was the Evil Within, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm personally really fond of. I really like the Evil Within. Really? That was Shinji Mikami directed that, um, and it really felt like a Shinji Mikami game. Um, yeah, I wasn't mad I, about I was, those games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Um, but with this one, it's uh, it has horror in it, and and every now and again. You know, during sort of certain uh, set pieces, let's call them missions, um, it, it it can be quite tense. It can be quite eerie and freaky. I think but unsettling. Whole, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good word. Yeah, it's mm. sort of unse- Yeah, you sort of see, you know, like a little girl in a yellow raincoat, and you think, yeah. oh god, singing to herself. Freaky. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's you know, but but it's not actually sort of scary. I mean, it's an action game. Would be the mm-hmm. would be the, the the thing. And there was a, there was a moment. Uh, I don't know about two three hours into to Ghostwire where I kind of just realised what the game was. You know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird thing. You know, since twenty nineteen, since that reveal trailer. I think it's pretty safe to say that, like, all of us didn't fully know what we were walking into, right? Like, mm. it sort of looked, yeah, that trailer no. made it look like real horror, you know, and and uh, Mikami's name was attached to it. So I'd forgotten yeah. it was open world as well. I mean, well, I, this I is the went thing. in thinking it was a linear thing, <laughs> even though, you know, I've read yeah. previews that are contrary to that fact. Yeah. I know, I know. Lodged and it, in my I think head. It, it, was, it, was, it was about, I was still in chapter one, but I was just sort of pootling about and exploring. Mm. And it must have been a sort of like, two hours in and I suddenly thought to myself oh like I was having loads of fun and just sort of you know dicking around you know hoovering up spirits running around and I was like oh it's it's a you know it's an Ubisoft it's an open world it's an open sandbox like well not a sandbox but you know it's a it's that kind of game it's a crackdown game I'm, I'm running around and I'm hoovering stuff up and I'm kind of but I'm having real fun doing it yeah um it just sort of like a little genre kind of clicked in my head. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." You know, it's a, mm. it's a, it's a horror. Do we do we have any horror open? I know. I guess Evil Within Two did a kind of open yeah, it world was. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although, mm, it was. I don't know that it was a seamless kind of open world. I can't. Wasn't remember. it hub vibes? Evil yeah, Within it was a little two. bit hubby. Mm. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's not. Uh, you, you don't get that all the time, do you? Like a horror open world. No. Um, it's, no. a, it's a kind of interesting, you know, an interesting thing. Well, I suppose um, you could argue that Resident Evil Village was a little bit open worldy. Um, oh, in I a guess sense, you could, right? Yeah, it was kind of like you could go back the way you came. Mm. Um, yeah, sort of like, uh, yeah, sort of open environments, like the, like yeah. the, the village itself. I guess you could kind of you could go around in, but Again, not really like an open. <laughs> Hub vibes, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, spot on, yeah, hub vibes, and not really like because this is like a proper, you know, you zoom out on the map and it's like fogged and stuff, and you have to cleanse these Tory gates to unlock like more, you know, areas of the map and stuff. This is like a kind of proper open world, but you know what Tory it feels gate. to me. Sorry, to- it just makes it sound like Boris Johnson's. Garden. I know, I, I thought yeah. that when I said it. I thought that when I said it. That'd be it brilliant. Is- cleansing the Tory gates, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the thing it reminds me of, I think, is Arkham City, where it's like. Yes, it's an open world, but it's mm. r- it's really curated, and it feels yeah. just like a very big level that's been designed, 
rather than mm-hmm. and it's and it's not that big either. You're on foot, so it makes it seem very very big. But actually, it's you know it's not like a you know like a bloody Grand Theft Auto or something. You remember Arkham City? You, it was like yeah, oh yeah, this is a big thing, but it's not it's not huge, is it? I think it helps that you can fast travel between any Tory gates that you've unlocked as well. Yes, and um, some of the little cat shops, which you haven't mentioned. I can't believe you haven't no. mentioned the little cat oh, stores I was just yet. about I was just about to move on to the wildlife now, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, there are tanuki in this game, and they um, masquerade as uh, everyday objects. Yeah. Um, except it, it's an everyday object, but if you look closely, there's just a tail hanging out the back it's of it, enough. waving around. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. And then you sort of find it, and it's just like, oh, it's disguised as a vending machine, little tanuki, and uh, there's a sort of I tanuki... Found that one. Oh, it's brilliant! I found it's the like satellite dish, uh, the sh- <laughs> oh, shop sign. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's bloody good stuff. Um, there are also cat shopkeepers that wear yeah. kimonos and sort of float in the air. Yeah, yeah, dogs, uh, loads of dogs to stroke. Dogs willy nilly, and if you could buy dog food and feed them, and they'll lead yeah. you to treasure. And so, it's yeah. a really f- fucking bonkers thing as well. By the way, like it's 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 weird. It's like yes, it's horror. Yes, it's an open world, but it's not really scary, and it's not, you know, and it's really loopy. Like, there's tanuki that are disguised as things, but then also there are cats that just... There are cats with that run small businesses, but then other cats that, that, that are just yeah. cats um, yeah. and dogs. And you can read the minds of animals as part of your spirit powers, and they say mm-hmm. amusing things, which is brilliant, yeah. obviously brilliant. <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really fun. It's it's going to be like one of the year's really cool, um, sort of you know interesting games. Um, and I had I've I've been having like lo- loads of fun with it. I mean, I guess we don't know in its later act whether it, you know whether it can sustain like the the sort of first two chapters. You know, well, when you're that, kind of in a new the thing. Yeah, mm, yeah. Well, because early on you're unlocking stuff, aren't you? Because initially you start with wind powers. Mm. And then you get water, and then you get fire, and it's mm. you know that's nicely paced, and because you, you're getting new stuff. But I don't know, yeah, whether the later hours, because you're not kind of getting new stuff really, whether that will be an issue. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, it all depends how how tired we get and how long it is as well. If it turns yeah. out to be like a hundred yeah. hours, then maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be a bit too much. But yeah, we shall we shall we shall see. We'll um, mm. I guess we'll deliver Report some back. sort of some sort of verdict closer to whenever it whenever it's uh, probably next week, wasn't it, or the week after? Yeah, it must be. Out well, it's out soon. on the. I think it's out on the twenty fifth. But if you yeah. pre-ordered the deluxe thing, you get it on the twenty second. So the review will be yeah. So the review will probably be before the twenty second. That's usually what they do when these things happen. Blimey, I get better get a move on, eh? Indeed. Uh, mm. In the meantime, you've been playing a little thing called Time Loader. I have, yeah. So this came out on PC a little while back, but um, it's come to console now, mm. um, I think last week. Um, and yeah, it's a really cool little game. It kind of slipped under my radar initially. Um, but yeah, I really like it. And I think you'd like it too, Josh. It's mm. a Josh Wise game, I think. Because it's got a little robot, little robot arm on big chunky wheels. Yeah. And he's got a little sort of computer screen face. And he talks because yeah. he's a little sort of AI. And you control him. He's been sent back in time to sort of um, prevent his creator from having a fall. 
um, from his treehouse, which sort of in, gives him life-changing injuries. So it's got a kind Excellent. of dark undercurrent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sounds, sort of sounds it. Yeah, so you, you, you initially arrive in the past, it's 1995, and uh, Adam, the creator, is still a kid, you know, he pre He had just pre- come accident. out in the cinema, by the way. Just, just, just a little bit of flavour for the for the for the listeners. In 1995, Heat had just come out. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- reason exactly. to be cheerful that year. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. And Robert Heat. De Niro for less yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, postmodern dead tech bullshit house. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> you can bore my wife. <laughs> You can lounge around in a dead tech postmodern bullshit house. Bullshit apartment. Oh, is it house? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't Classic remember. Stuff. What was that guy's name? Zanderberg. <clears throat> uh, Zander Zander no, but what was his character's oh, name? I he can't had a great. Remember. Fl- Lloyd. I can't remember. Lloyd. Was it Lloyd? Brilliant. Possibly the, Lloyd. This is a uh, a tangent. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, Heat was in cinemas anyway. There's no references to Heat. Uh, that is one thing I will criticise. What's that bullshit? Yeah, what are they doing? If you um, set you know, a game in 1995, reference he. I mean, that's standard. That's textbook. Well, but, you know, there's video cassettes. There's a video player. There's a SNES set up on the telly. So, you know, it feels quite grounded in that 90s mm. era. Um, so, yeah, basically you, you decide that it was a little red car that Adam was playing with that was the problem. So your initial <laughs> task is to throw that in the waste disposal in the kitchen and get rid of it. Right, right. And you do that, and you do make little calculations, and you do, his fate hasn't been changed, so you've got to go about and try and find out what other thing is causing uh, this to happen, and how you can prevent it. And you go about, and you can make loads of little decisions. And are we talking uh, sort of like third-person like puzzle-solving then, I guess? It's side-scrolling, so it's sort of a physics-based side-scrolling platform oh. thing. It's your little robot can sort of do a little jump and oh, okay. it can grab onto things and swing and stuff hmm. um, and, and it's chunky tyres mean it can sort of roll up inclines and you know it's got waterproof circuits so it can immerse itself in water for a bit hmm. um, but yeah uh, you can sort of tamper with stuff in the past and it'll have a knock on effect in the future some, there are some things you can mess with that you don't have to but you can and then and you, you see the kind of yeah, the All results right. of that. Do you zap forwards in time in like a cutscene, or do you sort of like play? Yeah, modern? so ah. after the first act, act two sort of goes back to the present, and you sort of see what your actions have wrought. Ah. So it's like, oh my god, like you know, or it might be, oh cool, depends yeah. sort of what you did. Um, Sounds like I did something I shouldn't have. <laughs> well, I I decided to interact with everything. Like if there was something to interact with, I'd be like, yeah, do that. <laughs> Not thinking of the consequences, and yeah. then, yeah, there are. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. I was really pleasantly surprised by how interesting uh, this game was, and um, I'd recommend it. I thought it was very good. Yeah, sweet. Uh, well, there you go. Mm. There's, ti- there's Time Loader. Which time will, Loader, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sleep s- on it. It's, it's stick decent. On the- yeah, and mm. and also, you know, Heat is is currently available. Uh, you know, yeah. from all good uh, Blu-ray sellers. So get, yeah, get and also nice... um, Heat Two, the novel. Yeah, you, well, uh... we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. On... You don't want Heat Two, the novel. Uh, I'm probably going to buy it and read it because I'm an I, idiot. I, I knew it. I thought yeah. that's right up your street. Yeah, I know. I will. I probably will. But is it a prequel? Know. 
It has to be uh, a prequel, it's both. surely. It's both. It, ta- it takes Book place ends. before and then it flashes to Vincent after the events of the movie. It yeah. It's it's like it's like co-written by Michael Mann. I don't know how much he is involved beyond contributing the plot, but yeah. Do you think um they'll make a movie eventually with some digital de-aging like the Irishman? <laughs> that would be good, yeah. But it was just Pacino, you know, cuz I don't know how. Well, not Unless, if it's oh, bookended. Yeah. You are sorry. Not if it's bookended. Yeah, I guess you you're right. Yeah, if, if they sort of do the do the dual timelines thing, I, they should yeah. probably leave it alone. To be honest, but yeah, they should. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's about that time for me to load up the news cannon. So Blimey. you know, plug in, strap in, and prepare yourself. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. News. Item number one. Um, the sort of first section of the news today, as I was looking through the uh, the mm. key stories, the big issues, oh, yeah. was uh, sort of, I guess I'd call it sort of director movements. A number of, you know, directors of games have moved around and done interesting things. Uh, yeah, go on. Do tell. Item number one. The game director of... The Perfect Dark um, mm-hmm. appears to have left the initiative. Um, yeah, this is weird. I, I saw this. He wrote mm. that he'd left on his LinkedIn, but he left mm. last month. There's no announcement. Yeah, just a sort of stealth it. exit. Yeah. yeah weird. Yeah, I, wa- I wonder if... Um, well, anyway. Uh, so this as spotted by uh, Resetra Forum member Clobriel, uh, Dan Neuberger. Uh, appears to have departed the initiative last month. Uh, VGC notes that Neuberger's profile page states he's now open to work in game, creative, and design director roles. Um, he's been aboard the initiative, which is the company that's making the new Perfect Dark reboot. Yeah. I'm going to call it a reboot because we don't know much about it. I guess that's what they're calling vibes. it, isn't it? Right, good stuff. Yeah, well, it's just called Perfect Dark, so I would guess so. Um, mm, okay. Uh, so he's been working there since 2018 uh, and he came over from he, having worked at Crystal Dynamics on the newer Tomb Raider games mm. uh, which is funny actually because Crystal Dynamics are now working collabor- collaboratively with the initiative on yeah. Perfect Dark and have been since September um, mm-hmm. the announcement was also notable as several former developers of Crystal Dynamics games were already at the newer studio uh, yeah. Daryl Gallagher who's had the same role at both studios at one time or another uh, and it's the second recent high-profile departure from the Perfect Dark development team um, in just over a year. This had two two directors already. Um, the, the game's former lead designer, Drew Murray, uh, left the studio to rejoin his former colleagues at Insomniac Games. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a weird one. Like, I don't, it is weird. It, it makes you wonder what's going on there. Yeah, it, it kind of... It doesn't sound great. It, it sort of sounds like the development of that game is not progressing well i don't want to cast aspersions on it because i don't know but you know it seems a little turbulent no well i feel like with departures and a lack of updates it doesn't look good does it no and i am like just to be clear like i i like 
I'm super up for that game. Like I oh, love me too. Perfect Dark. I I even have a real soft spot for Perfect Dark Zero. And when I saw that they're doing this this Perfect Dark uh, reboot thing, I thought, oh god, yes, you know, finally this is going to be really cool. Because and it looked kind of cool. They were doing a kind of like eco sabotage, yeah. uh, es- you know, espionage thing. And I like that whole vibe those games go for, where it's like it's the future, but it's not that far in the future. It's like techno thriller spy stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Love yeah. it. Lo- I love I love all that. Um, yeah, ditto. But yeah, it's um, it's 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 kind of a, a like a, a, a weird bit of turnover. It sort of doesn't fill me with that much confidence when it's sort of shedding director. I guess we could say, I mean, Halo Infinite went through a similarly difficult, um, a similarly difficult process, didn't it? That had a couple of director changes. Um, yeah. And that, you know that turned that turned out pretty well. So it's not that this stuff uh, necessarily you know points to oh my god that you know that game's gonna be uh, that's really in trouble like it, it might turn out to be perfectly fine it's just a little bit of a oh that's that's kind of a weird one uh okay <laughs> mm. but yeah yeah we don't we don't without knowing you know much more than that I'll, i think I'll, it's it's more the way it was discovered rather than you know mm. the guy saying i'm leaving and going somewhere else mm. it's sort of yeah the secretive nature of it is a bit mm. odd just a little bit. Just a little mm. bit. Uh, in other news, Ikumi Nakamura, uh, who we were just talking about, former Ghostwire Tokyo director, uh, mm-hmm. unveils her new studio, which is called Unseen. Yeah, um, except you probably can see it. You probably can see it. Mm. And indeed, alongside uh, the unveiling of this new studio was a YouTube video of Akumi Nakamura walking around Tokyo in a series of sort of moody camera shots, establishing shots of various uh, landmarks and, and, and mm-hmm. such. Uh, a little bit pretentious, but there you go. That's what you, you know, that's that's their, go for it. Um, yeah, sure. Apparently, the new venture is a, quote, borderless and mysterious game development studio. Uh, they claim that their Tokyo base will act as a terminal uh, where different cultures intersect uh, and will be a hub for artists to gather. Uh, together, they hope to, uh, quote, transcend beyond the realm of video games. Um, <laughs> that beyond isn't needed, is it? <laughs> it's an extraneous word they've popped in there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. That's a good edit, that. Um, Nakamura's put together an experienced team. Uh, she, she. So we have uh, Naoki Kataki, who joins her, who also worked at, at, at Tango GameWorks and has worked on several Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Ubisoft art director Liam Wong, mm-hmm. and Raúl Ibarra as animation director. Uh, they they both worked in a similar role on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Mizutsu Watanabe, who previously mm-hmm. was a designer on Devil May Cry Five, has joined oh, as wow. game game director. So mm. you know that's they are working on an IP, uh, and we uh, all we know is that it's a brand new IP, but we don't know any any more than that. Right. But that's pretty exciting, man. I mean, what we've played of Ghostwire so far, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting in the future. As I, as I say, looking back at Ghostwire, if mm. we both kind of go, oh, that is such an Akumi Nakamura style game, you know. It's Do you know really she's sing. been, um, you know, she's been designing um, gear sets for Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> They've been releasing periodically. That's great. I didn't know yeah, that. That's the good. Akumi Nakamura collection is yeah, very strange. Well, there so is I guess some she good, must um, have a style if... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. 
She's been enlisted for that. Maybe it'll be clothes, because we didn't talk about the clothes in Ghostwire Tokyo. There's lots of, 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 of clothes yeah, that you can dress true, Akito yeah. in, and some of them mm. are really stylish and cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you unlocked... Um, there's, a, there's a little tribute to another game in there if you unlock yeah, that yeah I know I, say, I know what you're talking about yeah. I don't know if we're allowed it looks to faintly st- ridiculous though, it looks so. stupid I, yeah. I, I I looked at it and I went huh, nah and then I dismissed it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah cool <laughs> nah <laughs> okay. yeah. but yeah we, well, we won't say what it is I don't want to spoil it but no. there you go uh, and then the last one on director moves Mm-hmm. is uh, former Avatar Frontiers of Pandora studio head David Polfelt uh, has yep. left Ubisoft Massive and indeed left Ubisoft entirely. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just as a quick one, um, I'm, I'm not not up for Avatar uh, Frontiers of Pandora. That's a game where I saw the reveal of that at E3 whenever it was. Was it last year or the year before? Um, Might have been the year before. I think it was the year before, actually, yeah. Mm. And, um, and I just sort of went... Yeah, why not? Why really? not? I, I mean, the film was rubbish, but the, the the funny thing is, is that the film kind of was a video game anyway. So if you're just going to make a game of it, yeah. then fine. I mean, that could be that could be fun. Are you well up for the five sequels as well, or whatever it is? <laughs> well, yeah, nine. Didn't he want to make nine films oh, in total? I don't know. I don't so- know. What I mean, what is he doing? don't know i mean honestly i don't know i just don't know and and you know godspeed to him he can do what he likes um <laughs> but yeah there was a, a sort of profile published um on hit points newsletter uh which mm-hmm. is um uh nathan brown a f- former editor of edge he's got a, a yeah. sort of hit points thing and he was talking to david polfelt um so he, Paul felt originally announced that he'd be leaving the studio back in June, uh, but at the time he said it'd take six months sabbatical. Um, he's now chosen not to return to Ubisoft, um, and he said he he's going to go quote wherever the wind takes me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been at Ubisoft, by the way, for 17 years, and he says I think my philosophy and my skills work well for a certain kind of group uh, of a certain kind of size. And I don't think I'm the right manager for what the studio has become. I'm perfectly at peace with it. And just to remind people, uh, Ubisoft Massive is doing Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, which is not going to be a small game. You said Avatar. 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 Yeah, I did. Is it because you're Avatar. an Avatar? Here, have a tear, will you? Have a a tear. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Um, But they're also doing uh, an open world Star Wars game that we don't know much about. Oh, yeah. Let's let's just remind everyone of that. It's it's Ubisoft. So, you know, don't get that excited. Um, (laughs) And also, they're they're doing the division as well. So, you know, they're, they're not sparse of work like they're, they're no. a pretty busy studio yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, be kind of, it'd be kind of cool if, if, if maybe if Paul Felt wanted to sort of you know form his own thing who knows maybe in a couple of weeks time he'll be doing a sort of uh, slightly pretentious YouTube video in which yeah, he maybe. walks around you know the streets of Paris or something Ghostwire Paris would come say, full I, circle I want to I want to make a pretentious YouTube video oh, I'd love that you should do that I don't think that. it needs to promote anything I just no. think we should make one no and you're Richmond, and we could film it in Richmond. Sure. I'm not Brilliant. coming down there. No. <laughs> you come to Arlo and do it. No, I don't think so. But you, you, come here, we've got the Ivy. Mm, uh, no. <laughs> come here, we'll go, the, to, uh, we'll go to Pizza Express. Yeah, I do like a Pizza Express, to be fair. Yeah, it's um, 
Exoprimal. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come okay. on. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> now we're in the big time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so up everyone, for it. everyone, well, I don't know if everyone <laughs> reacted this way, but I did. I was like, oh my God, it's Dino Crisis. It's a yeah. new Dino Crisis. Yeah. And then there's a character that looks like Regina from Dino Crisis, <laughs> and they've done that on purpose. They've so done it on purpose. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got Obviously, the pink hair. Yeah. She's in that sort of black Red. garb that she is yeah. in Dino Crisis. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it is or not. You pointed out it, that she speaks in an accent. Oh, yeah, it's not actually Regina. Game. Yeah, she, she's a, a Russian. Are we 100% um, on that? Well, she speaks with a Russian accent. Well, why have they done that then, eh? Well, That's I think just it's just a, it's just a visual... Um, a sort right, of nod, a nod of the head. Yeah, a kind mm. of like a... Hey, Looks like Regina, eh? But, yeah. I honestly thought it was going to come up Dino Crisis 4. I know. I thought that as well. And they're like, it's a new IP. I'm like, what is it? Okay. (laughs) The thing is with this is that, well, there's a number of things. Number one, the name's dumb. Um, Yeah, I was about to say that. Exoprimal's a a stupid name. (laughs) But, you know, uh, the name doesn't maketh the game. No, you know, rose by um, any other name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, exo, and it's just shit enough that it's sort of glorious in its own rubbish way. Exo also, primal. One word as opposed mm-hmm. to a load of colons and yeah. hyphens. Yeah. That's refreshing. No hyphens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and it's not <clears throat> capital P on primal. It could have been it's like exo primal colon dawn of dinosaurs <laughs> hyphen extreme or something it, that would be better <laughs> if it was dawn of dinos yeah that would be yeah. even better i love it dawn when they of go dinos for dinos hyphen invasion or something <laughs> hyphen invasion uh, mm. uh, uh re- origins I just Redemption. add an origins in there senselessly or yeah, pretend yeah. <laughs> yeah requiem yeah. so <laughs> requiem <laughs> Yeah, Requiem would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, they are actually doing that, aren't they? That's what the sequel to A Plague Tale is. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah but it's, at least that's just A Plague Tale Requiem. It's not, you yeah. know, a that's all right, I'll allow that. Innocence. It's when you start uh, going, oh, yeah, Innocence, Requiem. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it had um, been A Plague Tale, Innocence, Dash Requiem. Dash Requiem. Then we've got problems. <laughs> we got problems. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It is true. I mean, a Plague Tale colon Requiem is still rubbish, though. We should we should make that clear. Yeah. I mean, it's it's less rubbish than it could be. But it's not as rubbish as Exoprimal. I don't I'm going to be really annoyed if there isn't a clear reason that it's called Requiem. But we'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a minute because in the meantime <laughs> we've got both robots and dinosaurs to talk about. Um, Exoprimal, uh, the the story the, what they unveiled it, and basically in the future, the year's twenty forty, uh, dinosaurs just seem to pour out in massive numbers through random tears in the fabric of the universe. I gotta say, I don't see this happening in eighteen years. No, no, I don't well, think it will. Don't you know? Never say never, especially when Velociraptors I mean, are involved. I might look like a fool in eighteen you years, and like that's an exactly happens. And they go, "Oh, do you remember when that <laughs> idiot said this?" Would, and then they just get killed by a by a, by yeah, a Velociraptor. A raptor. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you play as a squad of people in robot suits who mm-hmm. battle these hordes of dinos. It's a sort of four-player online thing. I think it's um, five-player. You know. Oh, sorry, f- you're right. It yeah. is five. It's five-player, which is a weird number, but kind of cool. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I'm up for it. I mean, the thing is, uh, Dino Crisis I love, um, yeah. and also like Dino Crisis Two. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I also do like it. Um, Dino Crisis Three was fucking insane. It was set on a space station, that's and that's the big one of the shiny reasons. sci-fi mad one. Yeah, yeah, it's ludicrous. Um, Which is really, why I thought this was entirely feasible as Dino Crisis Four. That after was that. that was the link. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I think I said to producer Dan in the group chat, I was like, yeah, I can totally see because when the, when we were watching the trailer. It was like, oh my god, are they doing another Dino Crisis? And also, is it going to be one that's bonkers, like the third yeah. one? Um, and they're not, and I'm glad they're not because the third one was rubbish. Um, but you could fly I kind about of, and stuff, couldn't you? Yeah, and it was like a weird action thing with terrible platforming. Um, and just, I mean, it's just one of those things where um, you're either in or out on the premise and I'm unbelievably mm. out on the premise and I just sort of can't get past it. It's like, well, we're not a space station. Absolutely not. No, back to the drawing board. Cheers. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's not that. And I sort of came to the, came to peace with the idea. And I know the woman in the trailer looked like Regina, but I just sort of thought, yeah, okay, fine. But what this actually is, I mean, it's Capcom and they know a thing or two about action games and it looks bonkers, but it could be quite yeah. fun. You know, mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. Ultimately, I don't know. It could also be rubbish. Um, <laughs> and uh, two more things. One of them uh, you'll be loving, I think. Uh, Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. Um, oh yeah, I'm all over that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's got thirteen TMNT games in it. I mean, how good is that? Okay, so I know I've been a bit angry with Konami lately. But here's something. This is the sort of thing I want to see. More yeah. of this, please, Konami. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 13 of them. We've got Game Boy games. We've got Sega Mega Drive games. We've got SNES and NES games and arcade games in there. I won't go Mate, through the whole it's list. It's got the Hopestone Heist. I used to love that Stone game. Heist. Yep. Um, yeah, it's also uh, got double versions uh, of different things. It's got tournament fight tournament yeah. fighters, the SNES and yeah, the Mega Drive cool. version. The uh, Tournament Fighters one was cool as well. I seem mm. to remember playing that as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I was so young when Hyperstone Heist came out. <laughs> uh, I yeah. thought it was called Hyperstone Heist, because I'd never <laughs> heard the word heist before. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. Hyperstone Heist. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm all over it as well. I mean, I'm a sucker for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. It's 13 yeah. of them. Um, yeah. And it's nice to see this, because it's sort of preservation work as well. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, they're, they're, if you want... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Radical Rescue for the Game Boy, then here's mm. a version for you, you know? Yes, How please. good is that? It's pretty good, isn't it? And, uh, oh, Returnal's doing an update where you get co-op, and uh, F-Zero-X has come to Nintendo Switch Online, plus expansion pack. It's the N64 F-Zero. Uh, it's 60 frames a second. It's glorious. But this one I want to end on, because I think it's going to make you laugh. And also because we've got a listener thing about this, which is brilliant. Um, yeah. So last week I was laughing at Gideon Coffins. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I was yeah. laughing quite a lot at Gideon Coffins um, in reference to Babylon's Fall, which is a game that you played and reviewed. Um, yep. And it's pretty safe to say that that game is, a, is you know, not great. Um, Stinky poo, yeah. It's a little stinkeroony. Uh, they put out a anyway. survey. Did you see that? Asking the uh, how they can improve the game. Oh, is that what you're on? This is the news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Babylon's full players 
they've been surveyed by Square Enix on potential improvements to the game. Publisher has invited players to contribute their opinions via the game's official website, and the description reads, quote, We're running this survey to bring everyone an even better game experience, and would appreciate it uh, if you could mainly answer regarding the graphics. Um, but the survey does ask players about things like the design of the world, the characters, the equipment, and the attire. Uh, it even asks them about camera movements, NPCs, characters, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and players can mark on the scale their level of satisfaction uh, mm-hmm. and their space for more freeform answers, too. It set the deadline for March 18th. So it's keen that Square Enix wants to kind of uh, salvage and rescue Babylon's Fall a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the visuals, though. I mean, they'd really have to go in and yeah. do some tinkering with the gameplay as well. Because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really repetitive. Yeah. Even if you look past the visuals, it's not great. The story's mm. utter tripe as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, You'd there were questions. You'd have to bulldoze the thing and start again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what you did. Bulldoze the thing. <laughs> Flatten it and yeah. start over. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were other questions about, you know, various uh, various aspects of the game that, you know, that ran, that ran a little deeper than the mm. visuals. I mean, you sort of said they used that kind of painter filter. <laughs> Your theory was that they used it to kind of... Um, it know, does seem like that. It seems like they had these shoddy the, graphics uh, and they were like, oh, shit. No, let's, let's say we did it on purpose and stick a sort of oil painting effect on it. Yeah, that old yeah. chestnut. Yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah. that's what it looks uh, like to me. Oh, well, well, let's just remember this um, news item then when I read out that question later, yeah? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, good stuff. In the meantime, it's quiz time, so get on your quiz helmet. You're out for blood this week. Um, I better bloody win. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, I'm going to have a meltdown. It's 5-3, and you got to make it 5-4, my friend. I'm going to. But will you? Because Matt's been on it recently. He's keen, he's lean, he's mean. Well, let's see, shall we? Let's see, let's see. All right, have a jingle. Mm, have a jingle. Thanks, I shall. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow, I'd like some ice cream, please. I'd like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's time for uh, Boss Fight. Yeah. Uh, we are joined by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? I'm good, man. I feel like I've been been waiting for this fight for a long time, you know? Uh. Right. <laughs> it's a long time coming. Long time coming. Yeah. This better be yeah. good, Josh. This better be bloody good, Oh, mate, mate it's going to be... Well, it's been built up too much because, uh, you know, I'll let, let the listeners behind the curtain. Ooh, are but, you? Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Well, <laughs> because th- thanks to um, producer Dan's wizardry, they, they won't even know. It'll be seamless. But, you, but, you're, um, but you're giving it away. Well, yeah, so otherwise, the, otherwise they're gonna is, yeah. Is but ruined. if I don't, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's weird." Matt and Rich were like <laughs> weirdly much more hyped for the quiz this week. What on earth's been going on? But you know, the oh, answer on, is always hyped. Technical issues. Uh, we had to wait a while, so you know these guys are gagging for it, oh, and that's why. Yeah. So should be hu- should be high energy. Rich is out for blood. Obviously, it's five three to uh, to Matt yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you I know the Hans rules. Molman at the ice hockey match. Uh, I give you the clues and you have to guess the business, organisation, setup, structure, foundation, institution, group, hierarchy or team from a video game of my choosing. 
Uh, is that a spell boss fight, Josh? Oh, that's inspired, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's good. I see what you did there. I know. Uh, yeah, I, organic as well. I got to the end of it and I was like, oh, oh my God, it spells boss fight. I couldn't believe it. Uh, clue number one. Uh, you can only join this network if you are physically fit and trained in a particular discipline. That's I could join that then, couldn't I? Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, clue number two. Uh, members need to be willing to take risks and they have to have an overarching vision of where they want to be. Nah, scratch that. I'm out. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Matt Lorigan. The Federal Bureau of Control from Control. That's your guess every week. Well, you know what? It applies to a lot, and one day it's going to be that. Uh, incorrect. Although, yeah, I should remember that one, because it's a really good one to do, and I haven't done it, so I'm going to write that down. Uh, but incorrect, incorrect. Good guess, though. It does work. Uh, clue number three. Uh, I was... No, clue number two? Clue number three. Clue number three. three. Uh, I was established for the purposes of delivering sensitive information. Hmm. Oh. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the chiral network or the, the Bridget, Bridgie, Bridgie, Bridgie company? I like your company style. I like your style. It's incorrect. It's incorrect, no. but very, it's very um, good. Very Bridges. Good. Bridges. It would, Bridges? Yeah. yeah. You were, well, I think you're thinking of the UCA. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. No, Bridges would be the would be the company yeah. that you're doing it for. Yeah. Uh, clue number Either four. Either way, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I I was rebooted, uh, and when I was rebooted, my hierarchy, mm. uh, which which I, I was a fan of because it's part of boss the fight. The H in boss when fight. When I yeah. was when I was rebooted, my <laughs> hierarchic structure changed a little bit, but my purpose remained completely the same. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Does that yeah. I mean, yeah. the game was rebooted, the series, or the, or is it yeah. an AI or a computer that's rebooted? Right, right. Like oh, all the game series. Like I have a theory, but I can't remember the name of it. So uh, yeah, that's <laughs> pointless. <laughs> John, I'm gonna have a stab. Stop. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it? Was it Archangel or something like that from Tomb Raider? Oh, uh, incorrect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, what I, were, I know exactly what you mean, you know what I mean? but, uh, but in, incorrect. No. Uh, right. Yeah, that's a good Go one. On. I, oh, I should do some Tomb Raider ones at some point. <laughs> um, all of my members, mm. uh, uh, as, well as, as well as being, you know, physically fit, you know, tra- trained, w- w- very well trained in a particular discipline, uh, and be willing to take risks and all that stuff, uh, mm. They need to be able to be reflective as well. Wait, what? <laughs> Are they called like Mirror Corporation or something? Yeah, what the, what the hell yeah. is this? This <laughs> <laughs> isn't it. Um, <laughs> oh shiny, no, I believe shiny I, crew. I believe know what it is. No, no, you don't. No, I do, but Stop I don't. Go I away. can't. I can't think. Uh, oh, it's one of these ones again. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, okay, okay. We're going to keep Sh- going here. And stop. Clue number stop. six. Is it the oh, is it the shiny Walker. shiny boys from uh, <laughs> from the Warriors? The shiny lads. And this week's winner is Ridge. It is the shiny lads from the no. Uh, and clue number six. My first appearance in a video game was in two thousand and eight. 
Do yeah. You know his name? No, I know. I know. Uh-huh. I know what it is, but I'm trying to um, further spice. Further spice to the yeah, clue. Yeah, please, please spice it. Two appearances in total. Yeah. 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 No, I know. Seconds. I know the game. Oh no. <laughs> Second appearance. Twenty sixteen. Oh, this is good. Okay. What did they? Mm. See, I have a theory, but I can't. Uh, I feel like it might be from Uncharted. No. Yeah, Rich, it what? is. Good. Keep doing guesses for that. It's not. Is it? I, right, so it's I not. Have, right. I think. No. Um. Okay. <laughs> Help me. I need a win. No, I again. This we, we we've got a leaderboard this year, Rich. So even if I if I help oh, you and I, I feel good about it afterwards, it's five four rather than five three. So uh, uh, I just you know I I need to have the edge on this. Two thousand eight, um, and then did you say twenty sixteen? Mm-hmm. You did. Huh. Um. Oh bloody hell! Reboot as well. <clears throat> I've got first appearance in a video game was in two thousand eight. Two appearances total, second one in 2016. You can only join this network if you are physically fit and well-trained in a particular discipline. I was established for the purposes of delivering sensitive information. Members need to be willing to take risks, and they need to have an overarching vision of where they want to be. I was rebooted, and my hierarchic structure changed slightly, but my purpose remained the same. And as well as the other qualities, my members need to be reflective. Oh, that's... mm. Uh, stop <laughs> Rich Walker Is it the Brotherhood of Steel from Fallout? Incorrect Because steel can be sort of shiny can't it? Mm. <laughs> uh, they've got to be very, physically Very fit, good, very good Rich and, uh, Yeah, no, alright um, You put the emphasis on vision in his second reading there Matt Yeah Does that mean something? It's vision mm. Wait, do I, want vision. To throw, do I want to throw you off or not? I'm trying to work this out there It's incredibly important Rich so I'd really, it's not, then. But yeah, maybe it right. is. Am I oh, am I bluffing or am I double bluffing? I'm gonna have, <laughs> to, like I'm gonna have to think about giving this one away, chat. Yeah. Can I can I have an opportunity to prove that I know what the game is before? <clears throat> can you shut down the answering thing and then I can just I just need to prove that I knew, know something. I don't of it. like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't change the. F- <laughs> I like that. Oh, I can't do that. I'm afraid. I mean, if, okay. Yeah, it's it's the. Um, I'm just gonna. It's the, it's, the cr- it's the cruelty of the quiz, but yeah. you know the the official tally sort of has to reflect. Oh no, the tally's oh. fine. I just want an opportunity to prove that I know it before you tell us. Oh, you you can you can well, you can say some stuff. Yeah. And Rich, Rich may then swoop in. Yeah, that's the that's the, the tally. That's the thing, isn't it? Ah. But it's up, so so that's up to you. No. Okay, um, that's fine. I'll wait. I'll wait until I wait until. Uh, I don't even think I'm close. I don't think I've even got any ideas left. So fuck All it. All right. Well, fair I enough. Oh, Richard, you, should, you should have had quiz. more faith for it. No. Wait. 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 Stop. I think I've got it. Rich Walker. It's it's from Mirror's Edge Catalyst, isn't it's it? It's from Mirror's Edge. There you Mirror's go, Edge. man. It's um. I don't know the couriers from Mirror's Edge. Yep, it's them, isn't it? And this week's winner yeah. is Rich Walker. I would have also accepted The Runners. I mean, they don't yeah. really have an official organisation. Wait, they name. don't have an actual name? <laughs> uh, oh. You what, sorry? Could I just have said, like, the delivery people from Mirror's Edge? Well, the ones I had written down were The Runners and The Couriers, because that's what they're referred to as in-game. Okay, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Sorry, for a second there, I thought I, thought I was, like, obsessing... <laughs> Over the exact name. That's all right. Yeah. I, I, I when you said reflective, I thought Mirror's Edge, and I thought, well, 
there's not really a faction as such. Well, I think in that's that. what triggered Matt off because when you said mirrors something, yeah. sort of light bulb then went over Matt's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I also threw in the words sooner. I also threw in the words faith and edge multiple times after that. Rich, I don't know. <laughs> really? Oh dear. Um, I think the listeners would be well within their rights to be shouting at us for that. Oh, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I don't, well, it's I quite don't good though because you got it without any urging from Matt as well, which yeah. is quite impressive. Yeah, so. yeah, I just pulled it out of the ether. Somehow. Yeah, you had like a thunderbolt of a of inspiration anyway, there. Yeah, clue number one: God. first appearance in a video game, two thousand eight. Two appearances total. Second one, twenty sixteen. You can only join the network if you're physically fit and well trained in a particular discipline. That is parkour. Mm-hmm. I was established for the purposes of delivering sensitive information. Members need to be willing to take risks, and they need to have an overarching vision of where they want to be. As a reference to runner vision which paints the world in red Uh, I was rebooted and my hierarchic structure changed slightly but my purpose remained the same and members also need to be reflective yes Mirror's Edge well done that was that that was like conceding a goal in like the 91st minute that was I I was so close to like a a decent draw there to keep things going and then just oh excellent I'm happy with that that. it was it was hard fought but um yeah, I'm embarrassed about that, actually. That was pretty shocking. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything overly fancy. A, a slight bit no. of wordplay, but for the most part, the clues yeah. were just... Yeah. They just were what they were. Do you know what's even you know funny? What I mean? We were... Just before the mics went hot, we were talking about how much we hate the parkour challenges in Dying Light 2. <laughs> we were. That, well. Actually, yeah, that is weird. That yeah. is weird. Cause, and there's no way that... Yeah, that couldn't have even been... Sub- it's just pure coincidence. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Uh, very well done to uh, to Rich Walker. Thanks. Um, it's about that time that we hear from the listeners. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what it'll be like. Amazing. And I once had an encounter with Joss Stone in a hotel in London. It was around the launch of the Ghostbusters video game. Remember that? Are you gonna call Joss Stone? There's an event in this hotel, and she was being shown around the hotel reception for some reason by a member of the hotel staff and she was carrying her little dog and um, the hotel staff member who was showing around uh, sort of gestured towards us it was like me and some other journos went are these people with you to Joss Stone are these people with you to Joss Stone and she gave the most like unbelievable look of disgust (laughs) and very notion she was like no and we were all just like charming it's fair to say that I'm a very emotional human being. Charming. Questions, theories, comments and queries, you send them in, we'll talk about them for a bit. This one's from Aaron Cooper. It's a Dual Shock Busters, so prime yourself. Uh, He says, Dual Shock Busters, I love it. Here's some that my mum sent me in a letter. This is like Pilko on the podcast, isn't it? It's mum having a go. It's mum's having a go, yeah. Right, so, here we go. Number one, uh, Spinning ginger. What? And the... Well, the initials are so mental that they will simply give the game away. Which is a shame, because that's happened once before. But it's it's actually really clever, and you can kind of piece it together. Spinning ginger. Hmm. Begins with an R. Hmm. Just one word? No, but if I give you the other ones, you'll just get it. Really? Oh yeah. R- r- but I was I want to say Red Dead Revolver but that doesn't make sense. You've got it. Really? Redhead Revolver. 
Oh, redhead. Redhead revolver. Oh, Red dear. dead revolver. So. Oh, yeah. oh my. Yeah. That's um. That's like new odor. New odor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he's nailed it. He's nailed it. Yeah. Or his mum's nailed it. So. Okay. Like, fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well I'll done. Go. I'll, the game's not called Redhead Revolver, but. <laughs> we'll let that go. Yeah, so well done to uh, Mrs. Cooper because yeah. she's uh, she's correctly fulfilled the parameters of dual shockbusters. Yeah, um, yeah, it has demonstrated a good understanding. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's two more. Uh, two. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is good. This you're not keeping any of them, and the letter is R. Um, return all. Yes. Return all. That's that's good. That's good. That's actually good. That, that's that, actually really enough. good. That's a good yeah. one. That's but a good also one. sort of uh, fulfills the criteria because it is slightly wrong as well. Because it's a not called bit. return all, but return to, to all. To me, but, but it works, that, isn't it? Yeah, I got that's it. actually not what. Like that's actually so good. It's right. not really a dual shot, but like it just fully works. You know, well, not um, fully. Oh, it kind of does because all you've done is add an extra L, like return. But it could be like ret- take Pacino back, return Al. <laughs> you see, <laughs> that's gold. That's you see gold. what I mean? You'd be good at these, but yeah, thanks. It, but thanks. you know, but we'll never get yours because you're the you're the perennial. <laughs> well, I guesser. just gave you one then. Well, you did, but what I mean is, you, you're not the you're not coming up with them. So no, no, no. Number three, uh, the woman secured her abode. <laughs> And that's, uh, that's, well, yeah, that's S-H. S-H. The woman secured... The woman secured her abode. Um. (laughs) S-H. Something Herlock. Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes. Brilliant. You've done it again. Uh, You've done it again. She Lock Holmes. <laughs> that's good, yeah. She Lock Holmes. I mean, that's, that's just stuff. a catch-all term for ev- anything Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Films, games, books. Films, yeah. all of it, all of it. Yeah. Now, with the exception of Re- Return All, which was so good that it, it actually qualifies yeah. as just a, a proper one, the other two are absolute dynamite, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, no, that's and good. Well done to Mrs. Cooper on that one. Uh, this one from Michael from last week. Thoughts on Avatar The Last Airbender allegedly getting a console RPG on the way? Uh, I have no attachment whatsoever to this. This was my <laughs> little brother's era. Yeah. Although I he feel... might have been too old for it, to be honest. I, yeah, it just passed me by. I'm not, I, I'm not bothered. Yeah, my flatmate watched uh, Avatar uh, The Last Airbender uh, like a couple of years ago. Um, and it looked... Like, uh, not for me. Um, the, the, the original animated series, not the M. Night Shyamalan no. movie. <laughs> no, the original, yeah, the animated, no, not the uh, the M. Night one, which no, I, I just, understand it, was rubbish. Yeah, it just um, passed me by. I, I mean, yeah, not, it's, it's just one of those things you know. I just have no attack. I don't know, I'm not slagging it off. I just have no attachment Same. To, 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 to Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, sorry, so I, I, like, I like the little arrow on his head. So the arrow on his head's good stuff. Um, mm. <laughs> but other than that, I'm sorry. I've got no take on it. I don't, you know. I hope that they make one, uh, mm. and I hope that you enjoy it if you like Avatar, <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender. That's about Same. the extent, you know, uh, mm-hmm. of, of my involvement. Anyway. Sorry. This one from... Um, Oh, actually, no. We're we're gonna do we're gonna do this one from from Michael Manson because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's good stuff. 
Right, here we go. Josh Rich. Love nice. the pot. He's not engaging with Richmond, Good. by the way. Yeah, He's no, just no, Josh like Rich. He's keeping it yeah. old school. Fair play yeah. to him. Uh, he says, love the pod. Uh, you both are excellent. Um, and the content is always great. Thanks. Right? Yeah, however, right. however. Uh-oh. I was very disappointed <gasps> when listening uh, to the pod last week and the discussion regarding Babylon's fall. It came across that you did not give the game... Now, Rich, I must... You can't interrupt me on this. You've got to let uh, me I get won't. to the end. Uh, yeah, right. okay. Okay, good stuff. We'll, 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 we'll address it bit by bit. Okay. It came yeah. across that you did not give the game a fair shake and were dismissive due to it being another fantasy RPG. As Rich rightly pointed out to Josh's criticism of the game, that it's not just goblins and that this is a lazy stereotype. The game is way more than that and is arguably a big step forward in the RPG and hack and slash world. The immersive storytelling and wide variety of characters creates a solid foundation for the game to build upon. However, it felt like you guys did not dive deeper. For example... The element around Gideon's coffin. I, now he's written Gideon's coffin, but I think Gideon it's Gideon coffins. coffins. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, sounds I, like I he didn't to... dive deep enough. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Rich is on the. He's done ya. Uh, he says, right. For example, the element around Gideon coffins is absolutely genius and revolutionary. Yet you both uh, laughed it off as ridiculous. Uh, right no shut up shut up right I've got to get to the end of this the irony of Josh laughing at goblins fairies and pixies is hilarious considering the next segment of the pod was was about a floating pink cloud sucking up evil corgi dogs which he praised Uh, really hope this hasn't come across as an angry rant just some honest constructive criticism from a passionate fantasy gamer keep up the brilliant content and i look forward to you both discussing babylon's fall come december when it's declared game of the year <laughs> all the best michael aka mike the mystical mage manson now before we get to this if this is satire it's brilliant yeah. And I've got to take my hat off to Michael Manson because if it's if, not though, if it's sincere, well, what if then? it's sincere, we've got real problems. And I <laughs> and, and I'm sorry for saying that it's really good satire because it makes it sound like I'm shitting all over your point, and I'm not, and I don't want to do that. However, I just have to say first, mm-hmm. if this is satire, I absolutely take my hat off to you. It's terrific satire because because I do, satire is always brilliant when you sort of aren't quite sure if it is satire. Yeah. Um, and so if it is, you, that that's possibly the best satirical uh, emailing we've had this year so far. But let's we've got to take it at face value and say that it's not satire, right? All right. Um, now I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Rich first because uh, there's a number of things here. So, oh mate, came across that you did not give the game a fair shake. So first of all, Rich reviewed the game. Bloody did so Do it a very fair he, shake. He, so to say that now that's rich. I'll divide this between Rich and me. So let's just look at Rich first of all. Rich yep. put 
a number of hours into this game and yes. I and I know this because he talked <laughs> talked to me about it at length and we were I edited his review and we went back and forth on it for a, for a long time. <laughs> Yeah. And so he, I promise you, he did give it a fair shake. He gives everything a fair shake. And He's, also, I don't enjoy slagging off games when they're no, not good. No. And also, you, well, this is where we've got to separate me and you because they are different things. Um, so Rich certainly was not dismissive of it due no. to being another fantasy RPG. I think, I think lots I wanted of to like uh, it. The he fact did. That I gave it a shake at all. Was and, I really wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. He did. And I feel like you're being blamed for my thing in this, because I think right. most of this question is directed at me. But, he, because he does say, as Rich rightly pointed out, you know, it's not just goblins, and that is a lazy stereotype, right? And I admit to that, it is. Um, however, saying that the game's arguably a big step forward in the RPG and hack and slash world. I mean... And that it includes immersive storytelling. No. And that actually the element of Gideon Coffins is absolutely genius and revolutionary. I I mean, mean (laughs) look, if you think that, fair enough to you. Godspeed to you. But what I would say... Having four weapons instead of one or two is a a massive leap forward. (laughs) Then, yeah... Great. What I would say is that Rich's review, which I think is quite closely reasoned and sort of thought out quite meticulously, if Rich's review is any reflection of that, and certainly not that I would look at something like Metacritic as a kind of deciding factor, but something like Metacritic is useful if you want to quickly get an idea of um, of consensus. But it's currently. When I wrote my review. When right. I wrote my review, there was one review up there, and it was an 80. Well, there you go. And that, and actually yeah. now, and I did check before the thing, that is the only review that's yeah. an 80. Um, so Rich did not... Rich published swayed. his review going yeah. in completely blind as, as regards to the wider critical consensus. Mm-hmm. It is currently at 38. Uh, and as we reflected on earlier in the news, you know, Square, en- Square Enix has put out a survey asking people how they can improve the thing. So... If you yeah, think it everything. is genius and revolutionary, and in a few years' time we all look very foolish indeed, because every no, he said game... by December this year. Sorry, well, okay, They're by December, fix it in a few months. or even let's say they fix it in two, three years. Let's say they pull a Rainbow Six Siege out of the bag, and actually it's like, ah, oh, shit, yeah, it's actually just yeah. Boring. I mean, at if, least if every Rainbow game... Six Siege was a solid foundation, <laughs> sure. But some people gave it like sort of sixes and sevens, and just said, yeah, yeah. it's a bit. But no, yeah, if every Every game has Gideon coffins in five years' time. Then fair play, <laughs> but I would say that you, you you're in the minority on that one, uh, Mr. Manson. You know, if you if you, uh, it sounds like you really like Babylon's Fall, and I'm happy that you really like it. Yeah, yeah, but, fair play to you. You know, uh, I don't think that I don't I don't think Rich was being dismissive of it. So let's so that's no. let's put that to one side. I think that's a sort of different thing. Now, I was dismissive of it. Uh, I'll admit to that. And I'll admit to it being uh, what was what, <laughs> uh, d- d- maybe sort of like you know not 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 giving it a fair shake. I played the game in in beta, so it's it's I almost certainly didn't give it a, a fair shake. Uh, but I, I didn't review the game, so I didn't put the hours in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I will say, it came across as an angry rant. It was certainly a rant. Uh, I wasn't really angry. I just say I found it hilarious and I'm not interested in it. And I think Gideon Coffin sounds dumb. Now, that's not constructive criticism. I'll hold my hands up to that. Um, (laughs) The thing about 
oh, Josh laughing at goblins and pixies and fairies. You were considering... laughing at Gideon's coffins as well. Yes. Gideon's coffins uh, 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 as, a, as, a, yes. as a terminology. Yeah, I was and concept. I still am. And I still am. Now, yeah. and goblins on the whole don't do it for me. However, however, I love Elden Ring. I love The Witcher 3. I love the Lord of the Rings films. I don't dismiss genre out of hand. I will. You start off from a from a foundation of, uh, from me, if it's if it's got high goblin energy. <laughs> However, that that you can break through that barrier. You know, I like the yeah. Shadow of Mordor games for goodness' sake. Anyway, if now the thing about the Kirby thing, Kirby Sakanaki evil Corby, Corgi dogs, right? And that was praised. I can't explain that if you don't know. That it's brilliant. Goblins yeah. are rubbish, and Kirby, whatever Kirby is, uh, swallowing corgi dogs is brilliant. I've got nothing for you. I can't explain that. Either you get it or you don't get it. Similarly, you know, a lightsaber in Star Wars performs much the same function as, uh, you know, the mystical enchanted sword of Morkwood. But uh, <laughs> lightsabers do it for me. They're and cool. The, and the enchanted sword of Morkwood doesn't do it for me. You know, is it's that a, a real sim- sword? No, you I just, just made that, that up on the spot. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it could, could, you could fit that right in. So that's that's what I'll say. It wasn't reasonable, um, but I wasn't reviewing it. So so there you go. By the no, way, all if, I'm thinking is I want to go to Morkwood. <laughs> What's it like to go in to Morkwood, Morkwood, mate? So I've done my job. Um, so yeah, unless Michael Manson's absolutely laughing his ass off because it was a satirical question, and I kind of hope he is, to be honest. But yeah, there you go. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> we we look forward to his retort next week. Yeah, because if he does just say yeah, it was an absolute wind up, then I go well, fair enough. But yeah, fair play to you. And he's, to... he's we've dedicated a <laughs> disproportionate <laughs> amount of time to addressing it. If that yeah. was the case, but let it never be said that we don't fairly address criticism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll do two more for you. Yeah. Um, Lovely. This one from Ryan Casper, because this is the friendly ghost, he's back again. Uh, hey. I know, Rich, um, you recently reviewed WWE. Uh, I did, and I was very pleasantly surprised. 22. 22. Um, and he says, uh, hi guys, hope you're well. My question today mm. is, what do you think of the new WWE game having ridiculous DLC additional characters? He says, the fact Logan Paul paid his way oh, into the game is outrageous. Yeah. But then he said, though I love the idea of knocking the idiot out, so maybe it's genius marketing. Yeah, ma- yeah, maybe. I didn't understand why he was in it, but then I read the press release and he's at WrestleMania, apparently. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, so, all right. He is involved, <laughs> but I still I I don't want to play as him. I don't know why the fuck you'd put him in the game. Yeah, I really don't. I yeah. mean, you, nah. Yeah, that's yeah. a wasted slot as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, stupid. Uh, yeah, I I I I just think, oh god. Uh, yeah. Sorry, state I mean, of affairs. It, it, it really annoys me when he's doing the boxing thing. So I can't imagine. I don't know. It probably annoys you if you're a wrestling fan, that sort of thing. Because he, yeah. he, sort of, he comes across as a twat, but I don't. You know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, we've got a sort of a triple whammy of Elden Ring questions. So I could either give you one of the Elden Ring questions, comments, theories, and queries, uh, or. Um, a sort of less gamey one that's sort of frivolous. Frivolity always. Fair play. Okay. Uh, well, it, to those people who have sent in the Elden Ring stuff, we'll get to the Elden Ring stuff next week. Uh, yeah. But for now, we're going to yeah. end on this one uh, from mm-hmm. Joseph Murphy. 
Friend of the mm-hmm. podcast, Joseph Murphy. Uh, yep. Favourite cereal, he says. I usually stick with a classic like Rice Krispies, but I've recently discovered Crunchy Nut Bites Honey and Nut Flavour. And he says, they're absolutely godly. And then he says, tepid take, a bowl of cereal is better late at night than in the morning, preferably while gaming or watching Match of the Day. Uh see you, mm, I, I, I've stopped eating cereal because they it's a difficult it one sugar, for you because it's loads, loads of sugar, sugar in cereal yeah and also and you, you milk. know the milk thing mm. which I don't know I mean obviously the, the, the milk substitutes they work well for things like coffee and stuff but do they work well if you just got a bloody nah. great big bowl of it filled with you nah. know? like I have porridge now and if you put oat milk oh, in porridge yeah. it's oats on oats it's too oat, oh, too Jesus. much oats it's that's oat an oat overload. that's an oat a dose yeah oat a load oat a load that's good yeah, yeah. so um, I can't I, I have soya milk in my porridge and that's mm. that's alright or almond milk that sort of works but when um, you weren't a vegan do you have a thoughts on uh, favourite cereal we grew up in our house eating Wheatos so I've always liked the chocolate cereal I developed a taste for chocolate cereals yes and you like the guy on the box oh yeah Professor Wheat oh yeah he's yeah. wicked mate yeah 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 yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a gangster um, mm, mm, mm. I don't know what are the uh, Crunchy Nut Cornflakes are a winner they you are, can't really go well, wrong with they those. They are ludicrously tasty. They really are. But that, I also but liked... That's one where the tagline is accurate. They are ludicrously tasty. Yeah, that's true. But um, do you know what I miss? The Coco Shreddy as well. That was pretty Ooh, good. Ooh, fucking hell. Yeah. Frosted yes. Shreddies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Coco Pops. Coco Pops a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, yeah. classic. Can't really go wrong. I used to mm. bloody love Ready Breck. Yeah, me too. Less less of a cereal thing, but more... Did you go more around like, a, like one of those little glowing kids? Uh, yeah. Did you have a little glowing, glow around you? A little glow around me, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love the weird ready breck taste, which is like nothing else on earth. It's like it's also not Also the texture. Porridge, it's very sort yeah, of pasty. Yeah, sort of pasty and, and with a slight kind of grittiness to it, but in a very mm. pleasant way. I don't I don't yeah. understand what they... It and should also, work, but it does. Get get yourself a tablespoon of Nutella in there and boom, oh, you've got filth. some chocolate ready break. Unbelievable. Um, I Now, this is going to shock you. This is going to shock everyone. Uh, yeah, not a big cereal guy. Not a oh. big cereal guy. Yeah, I, I, when I buy cereal... How you pegged as a cereal killer? I know, I know. Mm. I don't really do cereal for breakfast. I like uh, eggs. I like sort of like hot breakfast, you know, eggs on toast. Right. Oof. okay. Eggs on toast, a bit of smoked <laughs> salmon on there. Sure. But when I do cereal, I do it fucking mental. I will buy a box of cereal and I will attack it. it. Yeah, it'll be and it'll be one of the small boxes in a massive, massive, comically massive bowl. (laughs) Do you know what I imagine? I imagine you like eating a whole box of Crave or something like that. (laughs) Well, I don't like Crave, but it'll it'll be something like Crunchy Nut, but one of the small boxes of Crunchy Nut or Crunchy Nut Bites, uh, and I'll go absolutely insane on it. I I no, I I love you like a Pop Tart as well, don't you? I like a pop tart. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't I get it. them because they're too expensive for what they are. They're but... they're disgusting. Yeah. I last had them in LA. <laughs> uh, we had the chocolate ones, and they're not a breakfast thing at all. No, they're grotesque. If that's your yeah. breakfast, oh, if that's your breakfast, you need you'd, to you'd be, you'd be dead before long. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, yeah, for sure. Disgraceful. <laughs> Kellogg will... should be sued or something for those. I will agree with Joseph Murphy though. It cereal is better at night, and I don't know why. Yeah, no, he is right. It's just like glorious. an evening bowl of cereal at uni. I oh, did a lot of yes, that. Yes, big time. Big I mean, time. that was generally sort of trying to keep myself alive more than anything, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, right, thank you very much to Joseph Murphy and the other listeners. Uh, thanks mm. for listening. That'll just about do us. Uh, get yourself off Snapchat. <clears throat> yeah. Don't bother with Instagram. Get on Twitter <laughs> at RichieW82, at JoshyWise, at VideoGamer.com with your uh, your questions, your theories, your comments, your queries, your rambles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Podcast mm-hmm. at VideoGamer.com if you want to complain uh, about my treatment of the video, uh, not video. What am I trying to say? Gideon. I almost said, Gideon I, I went to say Gideon, and I ended up with video. But you know, what are you gonna do if you get a whole like um, influx of uh, complaints now about Gideon coffins? I think and your, I'll address and your, them. Uh, dismissal of them <laughs> as the <laughs> revolutionary <laughs> gameplay thing that they are, Josh. Well, I, I, I. I'd address them unless they got abusive, in which case I'd ignore them. But if they were put forward in the way that um, uh, that Michael did, then I'd go, yeah, sure, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah. On this one, I think I'm safe because overall the game has been sort of hammered. But, you know, I'm not afraid to have the unpopular opinion. Yeah, Resident Evil Village was rubbish. So, Well, you know. we agree on that. Uh, head over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs uh, xboxachievements.com playstationtrophies.org check out Richmond's, Thank you very much. Uh, Richmond's thoughts on all things including WWE 2K 2022 he doesn't talk about Indeed. Logan Paul but uh, rest assured he's not keen on Logan Paul no nope. um, and you will hear from us again next week but for now it's goodbye from me goodbye and it's goodbye from Rich Walker goodbye goodbye